Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Moth Talk and delegately created long form and short form discussion of the internationally beloved Mandalorian, brought to you lovingly in bi weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley. Hello. Jake. Hello. And me, Jasmine. Hello. Our famous catchphrase Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> It's amazing that no podcast has figured that out until uh, now. I'm so glad that we hopped on the hello bandwagon early because yeah. yes. now For I feel sure. like everyone's doing it. Right. Which is early on, we were like, can you hello. get more classic than hello? First of all, when we <laughs> met each other, we said hello. And then That's we pointed true. at each other. It was like the Spider-Man meme. We're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Spider-verse. Spider-verse. Uh. Is what I we're mean, talking about today. That's <laughs> right. The news just dropped. <laughs> Dr. Octopus. All the white Spider-Men are in the new movie. <laughs> Didn't that drop like three weeks ago? I can't I can't distinguish time anymore. I'm only just now seeing it on Twitter. I think it's been rumored, but the, the okay. like deadline report was like the first time it was like, oh yeah, they're they're actually doing Spider-Verse. Okay, gotcha. I don't know how they got Tobey Maguire, you know? Yeah. <laughs> ripped him well, out what of his else busy is he schedule. Doing? Yeah, what else is he doing? <laughs> oh, man. We should ask Tobey Maguire what else he's doing. Is he is is he doing... Biscuit 2. I was trying to think of the horse's name, and I couldn't think of the horse's name, dang it. Well, uh, they're building towards Seabiscuit v. Secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn of... Horse, horse, horseradish, horsedis, yeah, horseshoe, Dawn of horseshoe. We'll patch it up in post. Yeah, but guys, actually, unironically, we do have Star Wars news. That's true. We got to do a little news gun, right? My lord, is that gun? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. And unfortunately, my soundboard is broken today, so I can't play the drop for my pals, but you will hear it in the episode. Yeah. In fact, you probably you already heard it. can drop the ball, apparently, on having a Actually, soundboard. we can't play the sound drop yet because no one said the, the trigger phrase. Oh, you did. Did I? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, then you heard you it. You said we got to do news gun right, and then immediately went into the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, are we going to pause for a second? But no, guys, I no. had I had a revelation this morning. Ooh, us doing the news mm-hmm. is just like YouTubers who do reaction videos to reaction to like things that happen, and it mm. made me kind of hate that we do the news. Well, we don't well, really do the news. A lot of podcasts do the That's news. That's true. We don't do the news, but yeah. we do something I, similar. Hey, hey. Can I say something? Yeah. Other podcasts, they do it well. They do. Can you say that they don't do it well? You cannot. They do it yeah. well. But well, that's not, not a what news we do. podcast, but no, sometimes no, no. a, I'll say a gun ray <laughs> of news comes out. And yeah, just, sometimes to... we just have to acknowledge the news. 
maybe we should call this acknowledging that news exists. Yeah. Maybe we and should if, call this acknowledging the great pun I had in Discord that was continued gunray the other day. Continue continued <laughs> gunray. It's hard to say. Gunray. Is that a good pun if you can Yes, say because it. I can I misspelled continue as continue and then I said continued <laughs> gunray and you didn't acknowledge it, Jake. I didn't I didn't see it. I would have remembered continued gunray. <laughs> it's hard to find anything in our Discord right now because I'm only talking about cyberpunk. Yeah. And everyone's you, ignoring right. everything I say about it. You realize yeah, that you talking about cyberpunk this much is the equivalent of me and Jake talking about Breath of the Wild all the time yeah, and you're yeah. not caring about it. Okay. Yeah, so you guys deserve it. Uh, anyway, of course, the no. news that we're talking about is that Knights of the Old Republic 2 is now available on iOS and yes, Android devices. Course. That's what wow. we were talking about. We weren't, um, but now we are. <laughs> Meanwhile, my iPad's charging over there, and I'm thinking... Well, there hmm, you go. Is it time for another spin? Might be. Actually, no. If I'm going to do another spin, it's going to be with mods on my yeah, dude, on the PC. personal yeah. computer. Yes. The actual news is that there was a there was an idea first of all and that True. idea was let's hold a press conference and talk about a bunch of stuff we're going to release yeah i didn't even know this press conference was happening until someone posted a picture in the discord and they're like hey look at all the things coming out riley was very lost like a sad little puppy trying to find this conference I only knew about it a couple days ahead of time, but it was funny because we were just talking in the last episode. How we're like, ah, oh, there's no movies really coming. We don't know what shows they're going to do other than like Andor, which yep. we didn't even know the title of. Yeah, I just now assumed it was going to be called Cassian, but yeah. no, it's called Andor. I thought it was going to be called Cashin' In with Cassian. I thought it was going to be called Cassian Andor Rebels. <laughs> with like and slash or and slash or that was my joke. <laughs> that yeah. is what it should be called. <laughs> Let's make. Let's put in the call. Let's put in the call. Let's call Kathy. Surprisingly, no Abinetto solo show. No Eloasti. Hey, we don't know much about Acolyte or Rangers of the New Republic. We don't. True. Maybe all of the Rangers are just like bulked up <laughs> Abinettos just yep. for Kathleen Kennedy's eyes. Yep, her eyes only. Her eyes only. They announced that. She's probably making, like, a secret show, like, with the full production of all these other TV shows, but it's only going to be released for her. Like, it's not in, it's not going to be on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> she just kind of is like, hey, John, Johnny, yeah. Johnny Favs. This one's for come me, Come over John. here for a minute. <laughs> G- give me two hours in that volume. <laughs> How many Avenettos can you fit in that big dome? <laughs> so, slap. <laughs> this dome yeah. can fit so many Avenettos. <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about the news. Yeah, they announced 10 Star Wars contents yeah. coming. And I think the most exciting thing is probably that we now have a new movie that we know exists. Yeah. And this felt more official than other movie announcements because there's a lot of movies that they said were coming that continue to not exist. Like the Boba Fett movie or things like that. And Ryan Johnson like, trilogy or yeah. the... Uh, Bain, is it Bane off and Weiss or those B- the Off, Game of Thrones? Yeah, Benny Off and Weiss, yeah. yeah Game of Groans. <laughs> you got what people did. <laughs> hey, I don't like to get racy on this show, but uh, <laughs> you know, yes, you do. <laughs> I do. <sighs> I tell you, pod racy, maybe Star Wars. No, they pulled. Hey, good job. They pulled Thank that you. thing with like, hey, Taika's still making a movie, 
but they didn't have anything other than that to say. But I mean, they like Rogue Squadron. That's Rogue coming Squadron, out. Yes, let's... that's going to be a movie by Patty Yay. Jenkins. I was con- I was just on Twitter and I saw that Patty Jenkins like retweeted something and I was like, "What is this?" And it starts off and you're like, "Oh, is this like a weird ad for the military?" Because <laughs> she's like talking <laughs> about how her like, dad, my dad was a fighter pilot. Was a fighter pilot, which is really crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, her dad yeah, is Chris Evans. Oh no, it's not even Chris Evans. It's Chris Pine, and I couldn't think couldn't of, think of what his character's name was. You messed up your Chris's. Trevor, Trevor, Steve, Trevor, Steve, Trevor, Noah. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be thrilled when this movie comes out because, uh. as you all know, I've wanted a Rogue Squadron something for so long. It's true. But if Corin Horn gets brought into canon before Kyle Katarn, I'm gonna freak out a little bit because I hate Corin Horn. I know, but right? I, I have a feeling Rogue Squadron is just going to be like, here's some characters you know, and here's a bunch of new ones, much like every movie has been so far. TV's the only place they've really brought Legends back into canon, and with movies, they're like, nope, we're doing something completely different. So, I, a, have, kinda, I don't think yeah. it's going to be like the, the old books. There was a weird thing in the announcement that said it was going to be in a new era, that we haven't seen before or something, mm. but I don't know if that's true or was like a typo. Yeah. I Maybe don't they know. spelled old era wrong. That's the thing. We don't know anything about these things except that they potentially will exist someday. <laughs> yeah. No guarantees. The that only is cool. Thing we know is that Rosario Dawson is going to be so good in an entire show and I'm going to cry a lot. Because I don't want it. Me too. Everybody else on the planet wants it. Yeah, I'm kind of, sorry, Jasmine, I'm kind of way into it. She won me over in her episode, and I'm kind of excited excited for for it. it. I like Ahsoka. I don't want to see those short little dumb Leku ever again. I don't want to see a live action Ahsoka anymore. It's hard (gasps) to have actual tentacles waving around when you're doing flips. Don't care. Do it. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe she actually <laughs> sliced them off with her two sabers. She's always swinging around. Uh-huh. Maybe as they get older, they get smaller. You know. No. You, you shrivel up when you get older. You get shorter. No. Maybe you're yep. lucky. Yep. You know, you hit your peak growth around like 22 or 23. and then But then, you know, when she gets older. Hey. That happens. You know, some. she checks her Leku's height on the on the wall. A little pencil. <laughs> uh, I mean, so yeah, Kenobi with Hayden. Kenobi. with Hayden with Hayden Christensen. That's exciting. Um, as and they very specifically said as Darth Vader. Yeah, which is interesting, right? So maybe not flashbacks. And I don't know. Kennedy also said in the rematch of the century, which is like, what are they gonna fight? That's kind of weird. No, about that. I'm Force I'm putting fight. I'm putting some faith in Force it because you know, Deborah Chow is doing it. True. You and McGregor's okay. back. I'm like I'm excited for it. I'm gonna give him. She, no, I'm excited can, for this one. Yeah, I'm gonna it's give gonna him the be benefit good. of it's the be doubt. Awesome. Acolyte. No, it's not. We have no idea what acolyte is. Literally, it's no a idea. High Republic thing, right? Is yeah. it? Yeah. 
I guess yeah, so. It's like is that dark, the one that was High Republic? Yeah. Yeah, it's about like a dark sider. Now, I'm interested in the, about that since they're already like tying in the new book series with a new show. That Yeah. That mm. sounds promising to me. I like that. I'm excited about this High Republic stuff. You don't have to wait years to have a, the books tie in with something. That is yeah. cool. This yep. story group, they're just they're plotting it all out. Content to content. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka are both intersecting with Mandalorian. So yeah. they said it's during the Mandalorian timeline, which could mean yeah. a lot of things. I mean, that could just mean seems... a lot of things. Yeah. But I also read that there, it's kind of planned where there's there's going to be crossover between those shows. Um, and I think we'll talk more about Rangers of the Old Republic during. Our, the rest of our episode because I have a theory. Uh, oh, yes. Grand theory. But yeah, but again, all these announcements, really cool. And we just don't know don't <laughs> anything, know anything about them. But so. it is theoretically cool. We also have to briefly open up a segment we've only done twice before, as far as I remember, which is Mjolnir in your ear <laughs> because there was a lot of Marvel announcements and those also look cool. That's all yeah, I really look, have to they say. Look fun. I was in a mood where I was like, I think I'm kind of done with Marvel. And then I saw that and I was like, nope. They pulled me back in. And also we have to bring back another classic segment we do every week just about Mm -hmm. called Willow or Not. (laughs) Uh, Because they're bringing Willow back, I guess. Willow or Won't Yo. Willow or Won't Yo. That's better. Yeah. If you go back, you can listen to the last 150 episodes mm-hmm. worth of willow or not that's yep, right you'll hear it every episode Willow or not here we come it's the show everyone has been clamoring for uh we all want to see willow again we've all been endeared to the fact that warwick davis insists upon reminding everybody that he's very very important in the world of lucasfilm he talks about it every day and, and we're all actually excited because if he's busy doing willow he won't have to complain about not being in Star Wars. So That's let's true. continue on. Are there any other news we got to talk about? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. There was uh, two new episodes of The Mandalorian. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We should talk about those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, good show. I good like show. It. I'm yeah, watching I mean, it right now, actually. Let's do it. There was an idea obviously <laughs> everybody just say the word there it's just like there was an idea i just watched the avengers so it's in my head dang it when i i'm watching it right now when i pulled it up it just said chapter 14 well, but oh it's the tragedy of course yeah, the, the tragedy striking title of the show yes. yet oh, yeah i was trying yeah. to remember what the heck it was and i was thinking well it must not have been that great if i don't remember it but oh it's, it was great it was amazing <laughs> yeah and it was a tragedy it's just like mm-hmm. as soon as those words pop up you know what's gonna happen oh in the episode God. and it doesn't it matter because you're me. still stressed out yeah, the whole episode like, well there's really only one tragic thing that could happen which is anything yeah. bad happening to our dear boy grogu yep and indeed and indeed oh, something wait. bad happened to him in the coolest way possible, with dark troopers. Dark troopers. We're distracted a little bit by the kitty. Oh, we have oh, a guest. Oh, there he is. There's a Grogu. Have, it's a Grogu. I have, I have a Grogu now. Aww. He's not do lost. You th- He's here. Do you think that the future merchandising is going to save the child? Still. Uh 
in about four years, it'll start staying Grogu based on the, how long it took them yeah. to get Baby Yoda merchandise available That's after season one. Long? It felt it like them, it took it, them really like, long. It took like six months. Yeah, it, that's nah, we'll forever. Have, we'll have Grogu toys by like summer. That, like mm. after you saw Baby Yoda's hand in the first episode of The Mandalorian, everyone's like, where, where, where can, can I, I buy, buy the toy? Several of these. <laughs> it was just weird because what Mando premiered in like November, right? Yeah, last year like that. and then i went to disney world in february right before right. things went down in our country and they had like one shirt you could buy at disney at disney world they had yeah. a shirt with baby yoda on it and that was it that is so it was kind of insanity. weird it doesn't seem like it would be possible for them to have underestimated how great everyone how great baby yoda would have been i know you'd think they would have known maybe they did i think they didn't want it to leak yeah they did this with toy companies as well things where the toy company was like well we can't even we we haven't even started on some of the toys because we don't want the designs to leak of palpatine's special chair (laughs) (laughs) every kid wants that chair Every kid is going to want this huge toy we made that you install in the ceiling of your house that, you know, lifts the kid up. Uh, Hey, so in this episode... In this episode, they go to California. They go to California, and you boot it up, and you see that the the runtime is, like, four minutes long. Yeah. And you cry. It's, like, 30 minutes. But it's not even. It's, like, 27. This is outrageous. Yeah. If you take out credits, it's 27 minutes long. You're like, there are longer episodes of The Clone Wars. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is just going to be a stopgap episode. Nothing's going to happen. What, the ship's going to break down and he's got to (laughs) help Jimmy Spaceman? (sighs) No. And technically, the ship does break down, I guess. (laughs) In a big way. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, this Uh, is a crazy episode. He sits... Yeah, they go to Tython. He sits on a rock. He sits on a rock, and a blue beam, the save points from Fallen Order. <laughs> yeah, activates. pretty much. <laughs> and he the meditates in his tiny... Tython. <laughs> his tiny puppet hands do the little meditation thing, and it's very cute. Yes. It is very cute. You just want to eat him up, that little baby. And... This secret Jedi world that has remained hidden for millennia is suddenly like a gas station where people are just in and out because shortly yeah. after uh, they land in, 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 in Grogu, I still haven't trained my brain to say Grogu. I know. I have to think about it every time. And Grogu starts to talk to someone. Um, we see a familiar ship. On the horizon, oh a very familiar ship. This is so good. Oh, first of all, quick note that this episode starts out with some of the best Mando characterization yet, which is mm. him with Grogu in the ship, oh, and he's like still so playing good. the ball game, and still is very entertained by the, the fact that when he says Grogu, he like turns his head, it's and he just like, and he laughs to himself. Yeah. It's the first time we've heard the Mandalorian laugh, which is crazy. It's like when you hear Batman laugh in the animated series. And it <laughs> yeah, like it just doesn't feel right. Out. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I'm happy that he's happy, but I don't know if I'm happy hearing it. 
it's nice. Uh, it's nice. It's a nice character development. It seeing that my cold little heart. Maybe Din learning Grogu's name has deepened their connection, and you can sort of see in Din's helmet yeah. that he would do literally anything for this child because he loves right. him so much. Oh, I, I wonder if we'll talk about it. I wonder soon. if we'll talk about it soon. Yeah. So. This planet is boring. I think it was never yeah. found or discovered because everyone just flew over and was like, oh, it's just some dirt and some yeah. rocks. Typhon is a planet in, in the Old Republic series. Uh, it's the birthplace of the Jedi. It's where they started. Uh, a bunch of people who discovered they were Force-sensitive went to the planet together to study philosophy, and they ended up forming the Jedi. And it's this lush, foresty jungle moon planet all they uh, needed was one rock then yeah and in this show it's just kind of like the outskirts of la which i mean but, you, you know. could argue that you know either the empire ransacked the planet yeah or something else happened between yep. old republic era and now that's I true got the it's vibes. been like three thousand years so watching it again i got the vibe that we're like supposed to take away the like rocks of like kind of like crumbled over the structure because she was like at the very top of the temple is this seeing stone mm. but like it's all it's basically like ground level right yep that's true the top that's of a good hill. Point. it's not really that big of a deal it's just it's it's a background that you see a lot in tv shows because it is so cheap for tv shows made in hollywood to just go like 10 miles out of the city limits and mm -hmm. that's what it looks like yeah you don't have to shut down a block of you know, right close down traffic or anything so you just see this type of of uh background in a lot of tv shows so it's just a little boring but you know it's fine tython's great but what's and really what happens here is great What's really good, I think, about this location is they really figured out how to make this exciting with, like, Baby Yoda is at the top of the hill. They're at the bottom of the hill, and you have this, like, surprisingly tactical uphill battle. Yeah. It's, like, a really simple setup, but it's it's actually not something we've seen before is, like, playing King of the Hill with Stormtroopers and Mandalorians. Yeah. It kind of rules when you say it like that. It kind of <laughs> feels like you're playing with action figures. You're like, oh, I have my Indiana Jones set. I can roll a boulder after the Stormtroopers. Yeah. And, like, I've seen some people say, like, why did he take his jetpack off? He could have he got to him. But it's just like, you know, sometimes... You just need something like that to happen in a show. Not everything has to be 100% logic. That's not what entertainment's it. about. I was bothered by that simply because, like, I understand why Boba Fett was like, take that thing off, because he, he knows that, you know, his jetpack is full of rockets and crap. Did right. I zone out, or did we just completely ignore the fact that Boba Fett is We haven't really here. talked about that yeah. yet. We, we said, mentioned we it said yet. a familiar <laughs> ship showed up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's the best, right? Is you see the title, and you're like, the tragedy, yeah. and you're like, oh, I don't know. And then you see just the silhouette of Boba Fett's ship, and you're like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, you think, oh, he's back to his old ways. He's hunting the baby. He's going to take realize, it to the Empire. No, he just wants his armor back. He just wants yeah. what's left of his papa back. I just want and my armor back. He's just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, and... Yeah. 
Yeah, he got his dad's line wrong. He didn't say it quite the same as he did in uh, well, Attack of the Clones. Well, he was a little kid. You know, it's hard to remember. Uh, no, but I, I love the twist of not making Boba Fett a villain. Um, yes, you get a fight for, uh, I don't know, like so a good. second. Yeah, but he's just like, hey, listen, let's just talk. It, it, it makes um, it makes Boba and Jango kind of like honorable again, which I like. I don't know. I just like I like an honorable Boba Fett as a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You know, good. I to like make, that they are Mandalorians again and everything. Good to make Django a foundling. Yes. Yeah. So like Boba Fett, and he is so good in this episode. He's so good. You give this guy some actual good dialogue, mm-hmm. some things to do, and he rules. And, like, we get to see two sides of him. We see him pre-armor, where he's just using his gaffy stick that he got from some Tusken Raiders. Which I oh, love. so cool. Oh, I love it. It's, it's a so great good. look. And it's so, like, we've seen people hit Stormtroopers with sticks. We've seen yes. Ewoks do it. We saw Cheerit do it. And, like, I think there was one time Cheerit broke a helmet. Because he you hit see, him like, hard the enough. the glass break on their lenses a little bit yes. in that fight he does on Jetta. Yes, and then you get to Boba Fett, who's just like a big hulking man, yes. and he just like they're he's exploding the stormtroopers just by hitting them with a stick. That they're exploding. <laughs> that cut down where you just see the armor totally caved in yeah. on the face. Yeah. You're just like, oh no, he broke his skull. It's he's man. dead. <laughs> it's crazy. It's uh, really fun though. And then, it was really fun. And then you see Boba go into the ship, and you go, well, I know what he's doing. And then you forget about it because they you cut, cut back away to, for just long enough. Just long enough. You cut to, to Mando and to Finnick. We haven't talked about Finnick. She's Finnick. back, too, and she's Finnick. a robot lady now. It's awesome. They retroactively made the gunslinger a little bit less stupid. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. she she's has really awesome. robot abs? Yeah, yeah, I guess guts. I mean, what she was got shot. There? She got shot in the gut by whatever that guy's name was. Yeah, by... Dash Rendar. Um, isn't his, his name is Jake something? Isn't it? Is it Jake? I can't remember. And he's like the son of like some famous person. <laughs> he's the he's the son of yeah Bobby. Hang on, something. all right, I can't remember Bobby something. What's his name? I think it's Bobby. Bobby Gunslinger. No, his dad. I'm trying to think of his name. His dad's name is Bobby something. Yeah, no, it's, it's Bobby Gunslinger. I just checked. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this dumb Bobby Cannavale. That's his dad. Jake Cannavale, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, makes that episode better because Finnick's not dead and she kind of rules. She is great and she has this helmet that looks a lot like Zam Wessel's helmet, I thought. Yeah, I guess Attic yeah, I of the Clones. That. About that. So they they kind of play with that imagery a little bit, and then they get in trouble and they're surrounded, and Mando and Finnick are gonna die, and there's nothing that can save them. No, not even a big rock. Not even a big rock can save them. That was good. <sighs> yeah, she uses her metal abs to push a boulder down the hill. 
I mean, what else? What else are you going to do with Mel? Labs? What a great sentence that you can say in the <laughs> Star Wars universe. <laughs> uh, and then Boba Fett shows up, the real Boba Fett, because he's in his armor now. Bulky Fett mm-hmm. shows up, and we called it. He doesn't quite fit in his armor. Big but, Boba Fett. You know, it's okay. He fits enough, and no, he just it's uses good. Literally every weapon that has ever been invented. The, including some that we did not know about including like knee oh, rockets n- knee rockets the, my favorite is when he punches uh, one of the stormtroopers in the gut and then activates his flamethrower for just a second to launch the stormtrooper 20 feet away that was rough oh, oh man. man how good it's brutal and this is I'm, I've always been somebody who's like yes the armor is cool but I don't really get the Boba Fett love you know like I I like Django Fett in the mm-hmm. one movie he's in. Because you get to see him do stuff, yeah. You get to see him do a bunch of cool stuff, but this in one episode is like, yes, no, this guy is actually very cool. Yes. It's awesome and great, and nothing bad is going to happen because and now Boba Fett that's the end of the episode. It ends triumphantly with Boba Fett's knees, and, there's, <laughs> and then everyone's happy. Yep. Oh, wait, no, then the Dark Troopers show up, and they steal Baby Yoda, and they leave. Dark Troopers come. And And Baby Yoda tries his little hardest to do something. And they do fly now. They do fly now. So So Dark Troopers are from a video game where you play as Kyle Katarn. Which we haven't talked about on this show. I don't think we've talked about Kyle Katarn much on this show, but... Uh, just a quick overview. He's awesome, and he fights dark troopers. So, and what's cool about Kyle Katarn is that he's great. Yes, that's but he's true. a good character, and we like. That's him. a good point. Yeah. Um, Riley, what? How much would you die if Kyle Katarn just showed up in the season finale? I would die a lot. <laughs> I'd probably die like five <laughs> times. So many times. <laughs> But I just it would be so weird though because right like, up to the Rogue Squadron movie. I mean, he wasn't really in Rogue Squadron, but sure, I'll take it. He flies now. He flies now. He Everyone flies, flies now. Everyone flies now. They all fly now. Oh. Uh yeah, it's I mean it's just uh, the the razor's crest blows up. Oh yeah. Crazy. And it's Crazy. not, like, hugely ceremonious. Like, no. You know, like it's in Breaking Bad like... when they finally destroy the RV. It's like a 10-minute <laughs> sequence of them breaking down the RV. And this is just like, nah, it blew It's up. just like, it's gone. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, nuts. So, officially, we've got the greatest team-up of the Mandalorian so far. We've got Boba Fett, Finnick, and, and Mando all teaming up to go save the child. The best team. Boba's still honorable and he's like, nah, I said I'd help you protect the kid. I'm gonna do it. And the only way you could improve this team is if you added a surly New York stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah. And Gina Carano, apparently. And Gina Carano. Well, you lose some points <laughs> on the back end for that. Uh, um, yeah, so the tragedy, the very end is... A tragedy. We see... It's a tragedy. We see... Grogu throwing some troopers around in his little oh, prison cell. How good is that? Flinging them make, into each other. But it makes him so sleepy. He's a sleepy boy. <laughs> he has to take a nap after that. He's got to take a nap. 
And Gideon is a big mean jerk. He's he like, puts the giddy in Gideon because he's giddy when he sees his little boy doing all these magic force tricks. <laughs> There's, I saw this quote. Uh, Jasmine didn't like that. One. <laughs> I got to tell you this funny thing about Giancarlo. Oh, was it the joke that I just said? Was that the funny thing? Yeah, I got to say, I got to repeat it. Okay, um, good. No, Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Moff Gideon, great actor, I love him. He did some interview where he said um, he has four daughters, and they all called him after that episode and said, please don't hurt the baby. You can't hurt the baby. Don't hurt the baby. (laughs) And he said, I don't usually feel jealous of how much attention that he gets. But he's like, this time I kind of was feeling jealous. And he said, (laughs) he said... Man, I wish I could remember what the quote was, but it was something like, I'm I'm going to squash that little green bastard or something like that, <laughs> is what he told his daughters. That's, oh my gosh. That's good. His, yeah, his motivation as a villain is, this puppet is more popular than me. Yes. <laughs> so I thought that was very fun. It is... It's impossible to steal a scene from Baby Yoda. I yeah, if he's in a scene, everyone is looking at him. Yeah, I don't. I think it might have been Rosario Dawson who was like, or no, it, I think it was. Um, oh my God, Bo-Katan. Oh, uh, yeah, Starbuck. That's her. Kate, her, Katie, her Katie, Katie Sackoff. Yes. Katie Sackoff. She said that she wanted to see like the angriest face that it was possible for baby Yoda to make. <laughs> and the puppeteers are like, I don't know. And they, they finally did it. And she's like, it's the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that thing can get really scary. I wonder, Ooh, I mean, I wonder if he's going to get scary. I know. I am now I'm like really pumped about that. Why I don't, would they might program not that, that, that But one of these guys saw the angry face. Yeah. Why would they program an angry face if he's not going to get angry? You know, you got it. Yeah, exactly. That's his secret. He's always angry. (laughs) (laughs) He's a little Hulk. Little Hulky. She Hulk coming to Disney Plus. So then they go back to Cara Dune, who's now a marshal. A ranger of the New Republic, it would seem. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the (laughs) audience is going, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's still here. Good, good. So, but he goes and he's like, I need to get this prisoner. I need to get Bill Burr. I need to get Bill Burr Baggins on my team. (laughs) That's right. They got to go back, Bill Burr. (laughs) And then next episode. Bill Burr, bring him back. Which is called. The Believer. The Believer. Can it's you because believe it? you see his face and then you're a believer. That's true. I do believe that he has a face now. I stole that joke from oh. an internet post. Oh. Got to be honest with that one, guys. Uh, Full credit goes to the internet. <laughs> CC the internet. So, <laughs> this episode. Uh, Slash. Ti- tiny bit of filler. In my opinion, still but a really good, good episode. Filler. It's good oh, filler. It's good. It's like uh, like pie filling. Yeah, but it's just like it's a whole episode where they're like, "Well, we need to find the coordinates to his ship, so let's do this mission to find the coordinates." And it's just like I was hoping for a little bit of a two-parter finale. I like agree last with you there. season. But here's why I was very impressed with this episode is because this is the first time that the show has consciously slowed down to build character 
Yes. yes. For the Mandalorian. Now, I guess it's not the first Absolutely. time because it does no, it a few it, times in the first yeah. season. But this season has just been like whiz bang action. Yes. The whole time. And this was like, we need to pair Mando up with somebody who can challenge his beliefs kind yeah. of call out the weirdness of like this weird extremist uh sect that he's in. Yeah. What are the rules exactly of the helmet? This, I think um this kind of stuff. I think I would have liked it more as like episode 4 if that makes sense. Like yeah, I love feels... all of the character building stuff, but it feels like a grind to a halt after last okay. episode and presumably what's happening next but what if the last episode is like an hour long i mean then i then all will be forgiven pay you money if it's an hour long out of my wallet okay 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 i i I, i'm keeping you to that (laughs) okay name your price sky's the limit at ten dollars ten (laughs) dollars i am scared that it's like going to be a 27 minute episode for a There's finale. No that would be no outrageous. Way. I would like, be so have mad to if that do happened. Because no they way. started so long. The first one was like 53 minutes and now we're I down know. to like really short episodes. So I will say it, in the first season it felt consciously like, wait a minute, they could have moved the story forward more. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just didn't have enough money. In this episode it does feel like they put everything on the table on the episode and like if it happens to be short that's fine because like i did not feel like the uh the betrayal no the tragedy Tragedy. was uh i didn't feel like i was ripped off no i never feel like you know i just want it's so good i want more of it you know i know it's just like but yeah the finale you you gotta hope the finale it's gotta be a long one but the believer 14 minutes (laughs) (laughs) the believer they go to pick up bill burr who's mayfeld right mayfeld, mayfeld. uh and in, he he's on a prison planet because den put him in prison i meant to look this up but is this the planet from the beginning of fallen order that like collects all the ships it doesn't uh, look like it visually but it's the same concept s- it's the same concept no it's like the chop fields of something and i forget it was like karak or korath korak yeah the sound right something like that and nobody was listening to some sweet space grunge no i wish they had been which that would have been a dead giveaway um but you see those great cranes again those cranes are really cool they're like atat cranes they're kind of like the uh legs from Toy Story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the creepy legs in Sid's house. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> and it's great. It's great to bring Bill Burr back because he's not the guy that you would have expected from that crew that's going to be really important. You're like, oh, right. that, the big Deveronian guy, this like scary Twilight lady, whose names, of yeah. course, we know because we're real fans. We're just, we all know the audience. We just don't want to say them. Out of uh, respect. <laughs> out of respect. They're still kicking around somewhere, but Bill Burr is the one they needed because he is an ex-imperial, which ex-imperial. He definitely has like major stormtrooper energy, like blue collar stormtrooper. Joined yes. because he had nothing else to do with his life, and then got kind of disillusioned. An interesting uh, thing that's happened this season that I now feel must be conscious is the fact that the imperial remnants are all pretty 
coded as like redneck types. Like yeah. they're they're not like total <laughs> blue collar like, types. Tooth, a lot of them, yeah. Like hillbilly elegy characters, but they're like, yeah, they're like blue collar workers mm-hmm. who are like, I don't know, I just I'm, something's got to change. I know something's got to change around here, and I I, I think this imperial stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like all, everybody they've encountered so far has been an, like American accent and kind of blue collar. Which this is the first time they call them the Imperial Remnant, which is I know. Cool. I just wrote that down. Like we gotta talk about the fact that like this was a this is a remnant outpost. Yeah, that's very cool. Like the Empire is not a thing really, but there are remnants of it, and this one is is in league with Moff Gideon still. Oh, uh, and I was so giddy cool to hear them call them the <laughs> Imperial Remnants. Uh, so this this episode does a good job of. Of radicalizing Mayfeld. <laughs> yeah, it totally does. Because he's someone who was clearly disillusioned with the Empire while he was a part of it, got out as soon as he could, but then he's just like a nihilist and he's like, everybody sucks, both sides suck. Yeah, um, he's a real DJ at the beginning of this. Uh, episode. He is. And then they like go through the village and he sees the act, like the harm that the Empire's causing, and he's like, well, you know, the Republic does the same thing. Yeah, he sees, blah, like, blah, some blah. kids, right? They're, yeah, there's like some... these kids that have been displaced from their homes yep. and stuff. Yeah. And and it's just, it does a good job of building his character out. A character I didn't really have that much investment in. Like, I liked him in the episode he was in before, but no, you're like, it was kind of hey, cool to see his... Bilber's fun, and he has a crazy robot arm on the back of his suit that can yes. carry an extra gun. <laughs> yeah. And, and in this one, he actually gets to do some acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually then, also. I'm watching this now, by the way. He's he's excited when the Tie Fighters show up and help mm-hmm. them out. He's like, "Yeah, there's my boys." I mean, yeah. are we all kind of a little excited at that point? <laughs> it, it, yes, but like he's excited. Like that's my team. Like yeah, I was true. one yeah. of these guys. Like he kind of gets pulled back into it a little bit. Like ah, yeah. See, and they kind of mentioned cool. They kind of mentioned that too. He's like, "Hey, Mando, I bet you didn't." think you'd be excited to see a bunch of stormtroopers yeah. like he does yeah and like yeah. all the troopers like line up and are saluting them giving them mission accomplished so forth they put up a big mission accomplished banner yep <laughs> it's uh and the most yeah. important detail that i was just obsessed with this when they brought this up is that when they they do of course the thing we've seen 9,000 times in Star Wars, which is you knock out the troopers, you take their outfits. <laughs> but Mayfeld is like, oh, man, this guy stinks. His gloves are still wet. And it was <laughs> I, that just was a so great gross. detail. That, that got like a vis- visceral reaction out of me when he said the gloves uh, were still yeah. wet. I just thought it's of so having good, to put someone like, else's gloves on. It's so gross. Like, th- like you know, James Bond and Jason Bourne do this. And like, yeah. every spy does this. And you're like... Indiana Jones yeah, does it. You've got... <laughs> the person's bo on you now you smell like the person whose clothes you took you're on a hot jungle planet they're gonna stink and sweat yes. and like yeah oh, it's gross. the glove thing is really gross though Ugh. you don't want to do that you don't want to put on someone else's sweaty gloves i don't want someone else's hand sweat on my hand no thank you sir i've got enough hand sweat myself yes and this is interesting too because mando's like i can't take their outfit because i can't take my helmet off mm-hmm <laughs> But then he finds this way to, like, compromise it. And he's like, well, these guys are wearing helmets. I can I can put their helmet on. Just nobody look while I'm changing. You can't see my face, yeah. 
He's changing the goalposts a little bit. Another important thing that we didn't mention, and this comes up a couple times during this episode, is that Cara Dune says to Mayfeld, they took his kid. Mm -hmm. And the few times they say, your kid. And he doesn't correct them like, well, that's not actually. He's just, he's my ward. He's who I'm, he's my mission. He's my quest. No, he's like, yeah, that's my kid. Yeah, that is my kid. And that's, Mm -hmm. I think, a very important thing that like he doesn't correct them or anything like that. In his mind, this is his son. Yeah. And, And like you were talking about before, Mayfeld brings up like, listen, you're kind of changing. You're changing. Like you said, you can't take your helmet off. Now you say you just, your face can't be seen. You're changing to protect your son. And it, it gradually happens during this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then they get attacked by some raiders who are probably actually the good guys, but Mando yeah. has to fight them <laughs> off to keep from blowing up. Yeah, they're pirates, right? Which oh. also... Are they uh, supposed to be pirates or are they, they like... They say I guess pirates. pirates. Okay. They say pirates. And this is intentional because in uh, like a couple episodes ago with Bo-Katan, when they're invading the Imperial ship, the Imperials are like, oh, it's the pirates again. Mm, okay. So apparently pirates are a, are pirates a thing. Pirates are a thing. And then which is a thing. Which is a thing. I love, <laughs> I love, um, you know, he's not wearing his Mando armor during that whole fight. So you just see that armor shatter constantly. Great call. Yes. Yeah. Great point. I noticed this as well. It's a good reminder that like, Oh yeah, he is actually good at fighting. But yeah. that suit's been doing a lot of work this, for him and he has to you can see him have to like readjust during that fight. There's been like 3 episodes this season where his main tactic is I'm going to run out and get shot a bunch <laughs> while yeah. while you yeah. guys get rid of them all. Like that's kind of his th- and when he can't do that, he has to improvise a lot more. <laughs> that fight is great. It reminded me of the Sandcrawler scene from yeah. the second episode which is still one of my favorite set pieces but this was yeah. so good like very simple stakes like if they they're gonna plan a charge on this thing they can't plant the charge on the thing and he just has to keep finding different ways to get rid of them and he's just getting progressively more tired and more tired until yes. like finally he's out of weapons he's out of everything and like three more skiffs show up and he's like the, I just love the, the body acting I don't know if it's actually um Pedro Pascal, or if it's a body double, but I think it's, it's him. like, the, is it actually him in the armor? He likes being in that armor. Okay, like uh, he, the, at one point when the when the when more pirates show up, just like the sigh that he does, the full body sigh, is so great. Where he's just like, "Oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> and then he puts his fists up like he's about to just punch <laughs> them all to death. Yeah, like I can do this all day, like Captain right. America. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And it's I have great. no and clue what those aliens are, which does not happen to me very often. But I have no idea what those aliens are. No, it's, it's unclear. I, I tried either. to get a good look at them, but it's all just moving so they fast. They look a little Star trek to me, but I don't know. They look a little like um, Sassy Teen. Sassy teen, if you yeah, remember sassy him, teens. Um, from which, from the from the prequels, he was one of the Jedi. But I just don't know if that's what they are or not, and it's weird. It is weird. I thought they looked a little bit like uh, the um, oh god from Solo. What's the pirate's name? Han, oh yeah, they did a little bit. I can't remember though either. 
Why is my brain like this? Emphis Nest. Oh my oh, god, my referenceometer is broken. I was trying to find what these what these aliens are, and I can't find any results. They definitely so, weren't named, so we'll have to wait till for the art of season two to come out. They must, so they know. must just be new ones. But to me, that was like that's a big deal because I don't think there's been like new aliens on this show yet. Oh yeah, there's been plenty of new aliens on the show, but there there just hasn't there? been that many aliens in general. So like they're mostly just, like background creatures in the bar. I mean, like I Horatio guess. Sands's character isn't an established. I guess thing. he is. I guess he is. Um, yeah, that's true. So let's go. They show up to the base, and they Mayfeld's like, "All right, I got to go get this information." By the way, they're trying to get the location of Moff Gideon's ship. So there you go. Yes, and um, they need uh, old Mayfeld's Imperial codes yep. or something, or to something. Get in there, and he goes to do it, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, mission's over. I know that guy in there. I can't. Uh, I can't go in and complete the mission." And Mando's like, no, we got to do it. And he's like, fine, give me the code. I'll do it. And he's like, no, it has to scan your face. It won't work unless you scan your face. And this is the big point of the episode. Like, of the show. I of the say. show. Yeah. This is the turning point. I knew yeah. it was going to happen at some point. I wasn't expecting it in this episode. But to complete the mission, Mando takes off his helmet in front of people so that it can scan his face and he can get the location to where Grogu is is being kept. So he's made the choice. This this child, his kid, is now more important to him than the way. And it's a great it's great how they do it. It's very understated because I feel like most shows would be like slow motion, dramatic music plays yeah. as he takes off the helmet. And no, he just takes it off. Yeah, he just did it. He's just like, this is what well, I need to do. Because we know the stakes were like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, really good. Now, one thing what I've, is I, this I, face scanner doing that it doesn't recognize actual Imperials? <laughs> it just recognizes the concept of a face. I don't really know, but that's okay. That's okay. These are Imperial remnants. Not, they don't have the best that's stuff true. going on. And I did hear someone say, if you wear a helmet your whole life and no one ever sees your face, why do you grow a mustache? It's a valid point. <laughs> valid point. I don't know, but you hey, know. you gotta self care. That's true. You have to. Be, you have to love yourself and how you look. Yeah. yeah. So he's still got to look at that ugly mug. <laughs> uh, but it's so not then, an ugly mug. It's a beautiful mug. So then Joe Chill talks to him, and he's like, Joe Chill, Officer Joe Chill. That and, is, I do believe, Richard Brake. And yet, I, I believe it too. <laughs> Do you really believe it, though? <laughs> no. And why am I not seeing? Okay, no, it is there. I was on IMDb and I was like, "Why is Batman Begins not showing up on his thing?" And it's mm. there. It's there. Yeah. So he plays Joe Chill in Batman Begins. He does. Uh, that's the only thing I've ever seen him in, other than this. Falcone says hi. Yep. Great quote. Great quote. Um, and then he gets shot. And then he gets shot. Hey, chill. Falcone says hi. <laughs> so then there's a tense scene where this officer makes um, brown eyes, which is Din, and and Mayfeld sit brown down eyes. and have a drink. Cute. Because he doesn't, like, he's the worst spy in the world because he's not a spy. I guess he's just, like, acting deaf pretty much. Well, he's <laughs> or just, slow, like. slow or. 
I think he's just so like the concept of people seeing his face. He's yeah. so uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's frozen. He's just not comfortable. Like he he's so yeah cool and collected under that helmet. Yeah, he's so out of his element. He doesn't know what to do. There's probably a million thoughts going through his head about mm-hmm. like I've just betrayed everything I was raised to believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. It and. So there's this tense scene where the officer talks about Operation Cinder, which is something from the Aftermath series. Best dialogue in the the whole show so far. Yeah, the scene between... Whoever wrote this episode, make them the lead writer, fire everybody else, uh, including Dave Filoni. I feel like it was written by Rick Famuyiwa. It was directed by him. He's great. But I think he wrote it too. I'm not positive He also did um, the, like, is it the siege or the brig? What's the the prisoner? The prisoner, yeah, which um, was a great episode. Another great episode. Great dialogue. Yep. Um, yeah, they should have let him direct the Flash. They're idiots. And this is the this is the conversation that really radicalizes Mayfeld. And oh, it's so good. And you can tell he regrets his um, involvement in Operation Cinder. They talk about this place that was destroyed. Five hundred thousand people. Yes, I tried to look up what he says, and he doesn't say the plan. He calls it like he says, like the mission. Yeah, he gives it a name. So like, I looked up all the planets that were involved in Cinder, and it's not it's It's not not something we've seen before specifically, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I don't think it is, but it's yeah, Burnin Burnin Core is what or Burnin Con is what it's called. Yeah, and Um, I. I love this because it's another thing like the audience is going to understand what he's talking about. Even just the name like Operation Cinder, you're like, oh, I get what that probably means. (laughs) But also like if you play the games, read the books, whatever, you're like, oh, cool. Operation Cinder. Mm -hmm. And then I love, well, if you're watching, if you just watch Din the whole time, the the acting is so good because this entire time it didn't dawn on me until a little while later but like i just felt like the whole time it's like he's so awkward like why is he why does he feel so out of place (laughs) and awkward like it makes sense why he is acting awkward but like what is he doing that makes me feel that that's just really awkward and it's just he's moving his whole head and body as if he still has the helmet on oh and that's why it looks like he's like robotic yeah. looking around and it just looks weird oh, seeing a like pro. a person do that oh my god yeah he just that's doesn't great doesn't know how, that is so a great good. observation he just doesn't know how to act mm-hmm. as like a person say, like, he's he's not like overacting he's not acting like a big awkward i don't know, yeah and i don't mean nerd. i don't mean pedro doesn't know how to act i mean no no yeah. Din <laughs> doesn't know how to the act character Din pedro knows how to yeah act like he doesn't know how to act right <laughs> yeah that's good acting <laughs> Oh man, yes. Yeah, he's that's a great. really good call that he's just like he's so stiff with his movement still. And I love the little nod he gives at one point as he can see where this conversation is going and he's just like pleading with Mayfeld as much as he can. He's like, Don't do this, we need to get out of here. <laughs> yes, he is he does definitely start to realize like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then and then Mayfeld shoots him. He shoots him in the gut. Shoots okay, the officer now, in the gut, and I want to stop like, down well, on one thing in this scene. Okay, which is well, t- okay, two things. One, when he brings up Operation Cinder, the Joe Chill says, 
ah, oh, now here's a man who knows his history. And this is this show <laughs> takes place five years after. I know it's down. five years. I I thought about that too. It'd be like if you were like the Afghan War. There's somebody who. <laughs> read a but, friggin' history book. But you know, it's the same thing. We talk, we've we been talking about this in Discord. Join yes. our Discord. It's the same thing. Boba's like, oh, I can't go in there. They'd recognize my face. Yeah, no one he's talking to recognizes that he has a clone's face. Like, that was 20 years ago that clones were in major yeah. use. That was a good quote from Boba Fett, by the way. Yeah, let's just say they might recognize also, my face. Also, probably all of the clones would be dead by now. Because he, that's true. A lot of yeah, clones were probably aged dead. Out. Yeah, but it's just like I feel like time and memory works different in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Where yeah, you just have to accept that at this point. It takes like ten years for them to forget major events, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to accept. It's like okay, in Interstellar, how like uh, you know, an hour is like seven Earth years. Yeah, <laughs> there's something <laughs> happening there. Where, like, yep, just they call it, it standard time, but it's not standard for us. Yeah, and it's just, you know, I guess it's another thing. The The Star Wars universe is so big, and just because we've seen all these stories doesn't mean everyone living in the universe has. You know, yes. when you think about it, the Grand Army of the Republic, if it was millions of clones, uh, there are literal trillions of people in the universe. So yeah, true. that's a really small percentage uh, for people to have seen like a, a clone, so yeah, I don't know, like it's understandable. Fourteen Jedi in the right, you know, Clone Wars. So there's not yeah. that many. It's understandable, but it's just kind of funny. The other really good thing, though, was that you know he gives Joe Chill gives his monologue, and he's like, "This this New Republic thing is a fad. This notion <laughs> of freedom, what people really want, is order. Yeah, and he really leans in on order, and you're like, oh, the First Order." Oh, First order is coming. Fascism. Really <laughs> and I got so excited for fascism. Got psyched. No, that's a commentary on today. I immediately do like order. You know, pulled up parlor on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, but that, I really liked that. Good bit of good foreshadowing. Bit. Good and bit. Then, I mean, this show's good got good bit. bits. Good bits. And then Mayfield blows the place up. Yeah. And that gets a He's, little a nod Falcone from Falcone says hi, and Joe Jill got shot. Again. Uh, and so then that's it. They escape. It's very exciting. They blow up oh, the place. Oh, now hang on a second. Okay. Let's, let us not forget how they evade these like last couple TIE fighters coming after them. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. <laughs> that's right. As Mr. soon as I saw them chasing the uh, chasing Slave One, I'm like, I know what's about to happen. And I yes. yelled seismic charge. You and- didn't yell dubstep bomb? I, I didn't yell. yell dubstep bomb. Boberton J. Fett. And Chelsea looked at me confused, and then he dropped the bomb, and I felt vindicated. <laughs> and she's like, I don't remember that. And I'm like, when's the last time you saw Attack of the Clones? And she's like, I have no idea. <laughs> so she didn't remember the size of And then you immediately got a phone call, and it was from me, and I said, uh, for me, it was like last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, they drop yeah. a seismic charge, and guess what? It sounds as good as ever. Yeah, it's great. And even, like, Cara Dune and Fennec were like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> They're, like, standing on the ground just watching that, like, hey, all right. Uh, and then they let uh, they let Bill Burr go, but they are also they don't give him, like, a ship. Uh, that's like, the no. thing. I was like, could you just take him to the next planet? Just drop him off somewhere. I know. I, and they also just blew up the place that had all the ships that you could have used right. to get out of there. So I don't He's know just what stuck. is going to happen with him. My guess is he'll go find the villagers and live with them until... Rangers of the New Republic starts. Ooh, 
And Cara Dune comes to recruit him for her new crew if Gina Carana doesn't uh, explode her career even further before that show comes out. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. But I got to say, I Bill well, Burr's performance yes. was great on this it was great. episode. It he was. just was so naturalistic and good. Sorry, yep. Chasm. And then we end the episode with... <clears throat> Mando leaving that super scary message. Don't talk to me or my son ever again. (laughs) He he definitely left like the taken voicemail to Gideon. He's like, I've got a particular set of skills. I will find you and I will kill you. (laughs) That kid means a lot to me. It's just, it's an interesting threat because I think Moff Gideon's probably like, I mean, whatever. This bounty hunter doesn't actually care about people. Yeah. We got the kid. What's he going to do? He doesn't care. Yep. And so him saying, I care about him more than you could ever know, is like, oh, no, this is oh, actually no. important to this guy. He wasn't yeah. just doing a bounty. He's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Because, it's, oh, it's just really good. And it's so, so good. cheesy in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's all about family, but it's good. It's, it's good. good. It's good. We didn't see Grogu at all this episode. Nope. No, not even. This is the first episode. We probably haven't seen him, right? I think uh, he's been in every episode. No, there was... um. He's in it the first the, one for in like the first one, three seconds. He's barely in it, and that was the whole thing <laughs> that we were talking about, right? Like, yeah, he does that whole mission without Baby Yoda. Yep. And but we he's in like, it. Does the show even need it? But I feel like this is the first one without him being in it at all. You're right. He was in the first one a little. He's bit. in the first yeah, he's one not in it at all. You see him, but yeah. <clears throat> uh. But yeah. Yeah. So great episode. Episode. And I'm excited for next week. Me too. Real uh, excited. Wish they do more episodes per season. Yes, written and directed by Rick Famuyiwa. No, instead Man, they're you... just going to do 20 more shows. Yeah. That are like eight. That is such long. a weird thing. I mean, I guess it's just kind of what's happening with media now. Is like, I feel like as is, like screenwriters are like, I have this great script, and then like Netflix is like, cool, cool, cool. This is very good can you just blow this up so we can make six episodes of Queen's Gambit instead yeah. of just one very simple movie? Like, yeah. I feel like most of these shows are going to be one and done. It's a series. Like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think it's just like, it's the one season. That's they've it. said the one. And they've said that about Obi-Wan, and they said that about Cassian. Oh, yeah. Like, those are all just, like, one and yeah, done. division. But I, I feel like they've said how much production goes into these things they they keep saying the fact like i watched the behind the scenes for the andor show and they're like this is like being on a movie set like the production that's going into this is like a movie so i think they're like put that production into it get us six episodes out of that and we feel like our investment is worth it then because you know we're spending a lot on the upfront costs Mm -hmm. and this like volume thing that they've created which i guess the notion of the like the volume is not unique to the Mandalorian because I've been listening to Blank Check and they're talking about those Robert Zemeckis mocap movies and I guess mm. they called that the volume too. But anyway, the volume, it, this show looks so good. They can do stuff with a pretty small staff. It's just putting images on a computer screen. I mean, <laughs> it's mostly post-production. It's a lot, yeah. I think it's, I mean, I know it's not cheap. Yeah, but I, you could probably make three of these shows for the price of one movie. Yep. Yeah. And and if you're going to spend all this on production, you want it to be, you want to get your money's worth because, you know, when you release 
a Star Wars movie, you're probably looking at around a billion dollars for releasing that movie. And these TV shows, like, they're getting money, but not in the way that you get money for a movie. I don't know how (laughs) forms make money. I don't understand. I I don't know. Well, by all accounts, they don't make money. But, like, Netflix loses money every year, and I don't understand how the economy works, (laughs) except for the fact that it doesn't work. Um, But... Yes, that much I do understand. <laughs> but, like, it's it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I'm excited for the finale. Yeah, I hope, man. I hope a Jedi shows up. I hope. Oh, I feel like that's going to be the big stinger. That's going to be the big stinger, right? And, I like, it's, it's going to be Luke, or it's going to be Mace, or it's going to be... Uh, Kyle Katarn. I don't know. Man. It's gonna be out of left field. It's gonna it's... be Ezra. Who's it? Who is it gonna be? Okay, well, it's probably Ezra. But no, I feel like the big stinger is. I feel like the big stinger is it's Luke. Yeah, it's, it's got probably it's gonna Luke, be Luke. And then they're like, oh, by the way, we're actually doing eleven shows, and it's like heir to the empire. We're doing the Thrawn trilogy as a like uh, little series on Disney I mean, Plus or something. You know, they what I mean? could do like, that. They could totally do that. They gotta introduce Luke Skywalker at some point. That, yeah, I was gonna say, let me make my case for introducing <gasps> Luke Skywalker in this show. You have to do it. You have He's to Luke introduce Skywalker. Luke. You like we it's it's been five years since Disney has been releasing Star Wars things. And we've gotten like next to nothing about Luke Skywalker, the hero of Star Wars, because the first movie is all about where did he go? The second movie, he dies. And so like there was all this mystery surrounding Luke and we couldn't have any books about Luke and we couldn't have any side stories about Luke. And now Luke is dead. The trilogy is is gone. Dead. Like like it's gone. Show show me Luke Skywalker now. I need I Luke Skywalker okay. stories. I agree. So recast him. I didn't think Riley would be the one to, to get all up on this, but I'm here for it. I mean, just like recast him and get it over with. And then we can start having books with Luke Skywalker and we can start having TV shows with Luke Skywalker. I to like Luke. To be fair, if we get literally anyone besides Sebastian Stan, I will probably not like it. Oh, Seems- Jasmine, don't do this again. I'm you can't have two I'm casting you're upset about. At this point, it would seem crazy if they didn't. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it's not going to be Sebastian Stan. Who's it going to be? I'm just telling you. Fine. I don't Stan know. Sebastian. It might be someone. It might be someone unknown. I don't know. There's it's, no one I don't else. think it's going to be Sebastian no Stan. Here. Here's the thing. It's going to be Here's Rosario again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're going to cast Rosario <laughs> Dawson as Luke. Here's the thing. I want you both to honestly look me in the eyes <laughs> and tell me that if he didn't look like Mark Hamill, you would want Sebastian Stan, the actor, to play <laughs> Luke Skywalker. No, of course, that's the no, only reason. The but only that's reason. also the, the only, only reason, reason why they okay? wanted Rosario to play Ahsoka. Yeah. No, they didn't get her because she looks like Ahsoka. They got her because that's she's... That's why there was a, fan art and stuff. I mean, Rosario yeah. Dawson's a better actor than Sebastian Stan, I'll say it. Bold. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm just <laughs> but no, I mean, outside of his looks, there's no reason to cast to think that Sebastian Stan will be a good Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's not pretend like uh, Mark Hamill's performance in the original trilogy was like I'm not uh, saying, Oscar I'm, worthy. I, I, I'm just saying, can we aim higher than Mark Hamill and Sebastian Stan? Okay, well, I want I him to be in a lot actor. of things. 
Find him in a week. It's not my job. It's yes, the casting it director. Or else. <laughs> I'm not the casting right. director for The Mandalorian. Anyway. What? I thought you were. I hope, I hope Luke shows up. Okay. It'd be nice if we saw our boy. Yeah. Be nice to see him, but you know, whoever shows up, it's going to be, it's going to be surprising, and it's going to be a great twist, and it's going to be, it's going to be just like some new character we've never seen before. It's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, that would be really Fred disappointing. Jedi. <laughs> Fred Jedi, did you say? Fred Jedi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fred Jedi. Fred I. Fred I. Uh. All anyway, right. love this we show. Did it. We did the show. Good we did the show. Good show. Oh, it's so much better when we can see our faces. It is so much better. Yeah. I don't know why. Anyway. Anyway. This has been... We could well, record no. the video of this and then release it on YouTube if we start recording with our I mean, with our could. video. I Just saying. That's true. I'd we have could. to look a little bit more presentable, I think. But no. Nah. No one looks presentable. It's COVID. That's fine. You're right. Okay. Anyway, this has been Delicately Curated long form and short form discussion of the internationally beloved Mandalorian <laughs> brought to you lovingly in sometimes weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts Riley show me Luke and Jake Sebastian Stan and me Jasmine uh I don't I don't know bye <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we had it just in time. <laughs> just as the steam ran out. <laughs> <laughs>what does that mean? <laughs> I think they've been very clear. Something that wasn't supposed to happen <laughs> happened. <sighs> Cyberpunk. Look at the whole gang here. Whole gang here. I'm annoyed because my voice mod isn't working, so I can't do the intro or anything. I'm going to have to drop it in old school style. Wow. When's the last time you had to do that? A really what? long time. It's been like six months. That's pretty crazy. I know. Man, Tython is just some hills in California. It's just <laughs> California. And what's really annoying is this week, which we'll get into in the episode, I'm sure, but this week they go to a planet that looks like Tython. Yeah. Like I, the lush I jungle totally planet. Agree. They're just like, oh, you know, just, you know, two miles south of Tython. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Oh, Cyberpunk. I was also. I was gonna have Keanu saying that, but I can't. I don't have my soundboard, so I can't have C- Keanu saying Cyberpunk. Oh, <laughs> that was a good sound drop. That was <laughs> happening for a while. <laughs> Riley, did you get your hair cut? Uh, no. I actually I'm haven't like, okay. done anything to it in a while. I'm I'd like, say it looks real short. I don't know. I was going to say, you look a little bit more respect- respectable today. <laughs> I mean, usually you look like trash. I've been shaving my head. and so I think maybe it was like, shaved. This yeah. is just the grow maybe back just from the shaved head. seeing hair. I don't know. I don't know when the last time I saw a person was. <laughs> I kind of want to shave my head again. Cyberpunk. Okay.
Uh, I can't do the intro. I'm sorry. I know. I was about to say, all you can do the the classic bit of interrupting the intro. Unless I just drop it in while you were talking right there. Oh. (laughs) I had to Who's, Who's doing it? I'm eating chicken nuggets, so I... It's Don't so it's Jasmine. It's decided then. Jasmine's eating <laughs> Jasmine. chicken nuggets and she's doing the intro. <laughs> and drinking a gigantic looking coffee. It's not gigantic, is it? It does look really big for some reason. Maybe you just have tiny hands. It looks huge. <laughs> Maybe I'm just tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk. <laughs> 